Hi, I'm Peter Keegan. And I'm Laura Boswell. And over there's the talented Mr B on sound. Welcome to Ask an Artist podcast. Do you need help to take the leap and become a working artist? The sort that actually gets to make art and pay the bills at the same time? Well, we are both that sort of artist. We pay our bills and we do it by making art. Every week we'll be using our personal experience to give you help and advice in making art your proper job. So in today's episode, we are going to look at art competitions, great and small, and how they can greatly enhance your visibility as an artist and improve career prospects in some cases. However, it's not all about the winning always. And are there strings attached? We're going to be discussing the pros and cons. So, Peter, where do we start? Have you taken part in art competitions? Yeah, art competitions and and sort of exhibitions in which you kind of uh, call for entries that you submit to are quite a big part of of what I do as an artist. And uh, the reason I do that is partly due to the the nature of my work as being a commissioned artist. Mm. I really have sort of work that goes into galleries, yet I'm trying to find ways to sort of shine a spotlight on that's, me to get new work. That's a very good point, isn't it? Because because you're working to commission, um, competition's a really great way of raising yeah. your visibility. It's just a way of yeah. Yeah, raising your profile and, and mm. sort of allowing people to find you. And and I suppose offering your work uh, and presenting it to a new audience, you know, in a different part of the country or a different gallery or a different setting. So um, it, th- these are things that I sort of enter. I don't enter loads and I maybe enter mm. one or two throughout the year. And some I get in and, and some I don't, but I find it quite a good... Um, a challenge, if you like, it gives me kind of a point at the year that every year I know I'm going to enter this competition, and it gives me kind of the uh, drive to submit a so piece how, of work for that. How, if I, if if you are new to looking at competitions, how would you go about finding? Good competitions. Um, there, there's some great websites out there where, that will list the, the kind mm. of websites. I get alerts through social mm. media or, or my uh, email saying oh, the deadline for this competition is, is coming mm. up soon. Uh, so just by sort of having a look, little look out there, and, and in regards to what what your interest is, I was going to say the, you need to decide what your specialism is and look for yeah, competitions absolutely. that are relevant. You know, to whether that. it's you know it's the Royal Wood Engraving Society Open Competition mm. or the Miniature Artists or the Wildlife mm. Artists. There's, there's so many different mm. genres and categories and themes of shows and competitions out there of course you have to find the one that is the best fit through fit for your I suppose, one artistic medium and be your artistic style and that's the way that quite you important paint. isn't it because it's it's sort of scattergun approach isn't necessarily a good one is it it's no. you you're to stand a chance you really need to be relevant to that specific competition yeah so it's important to be realistic and not just make a loose association between yeah. your work and and what the competition's asking for. And th- there's there's such a wide variety of competition exhibitions out there from you know mm. your local uh, art show and you know that's a, maybe a charity mm. thing that's an open competition to a big national extravaganza mm. when there's thousands and thousands of pounds up for up for winning you know there's there's quite a wide variety yeah, I mean, it's, in it's between going, yeah and the, the sort of likelihood of of winning a, and the other thing i should say before i go into that is sometimes it's to win a prize sometimes it's to win a place in the exhibition mm. sometimes it's just to get on the wall yeah and they range in kind of toughness, don't they? In, yeah. in sort of your, your likelihood, the competition you're up against. So a small local show, which would be a great place to start, yeah. 
maybe a relatively open thing where it's not massively high stakes mm-hmm. to get in and it might have a much broader remit. So if you're dipping your, your toes in the water yes. and you just want to get a feel for it, yeah. there's nothing wrong with, with going in for something small and local where there's not a lot of pressure on you. And, and I think I can relate to that because that's how I started. I started entering sort mm. of local art exhibitions of which work was selected and exhibited yeah. and didn't win a prize, but it was great to be accepted. And now I've won awards uh, from Artists and Illustrator, mm. Artist of the mm. Year, and they have a big annual mm. competition. And I won a prize in that, which was a fantastic sort of uh, career enhancing uh, mm. uh, moment. And then recently I won um, a Young Artist Prize at the Royal Birmingham Society of Artists Portrait Prize, which was, you know, really wonderful fantastic. next step up. And they're great at sort of shining spotlights yeah. on you. They don't last very long. You know, that spotlight, you have to kind mm. of really, I suppose, milk it and utilize that marketing opportunity mm. to say, you know, I'm part of this show or I was, my picture was shortlisted and selected. Yes. Because yes. it will fade. There's you know, no point being shy if you do win something. Precisely. Nicely, you know, really I think, feel to shout about it and to let everyone know about it. I think one of the things when you are beginning your art career is it seems like boasting. You know, yeah. I think, but I, I talk to people and they quite often say, oh, well, I couldn't really say about that because it's just showing off, isn't it? Mm. Get over that. Yeah. Really get over that. People want to hear about your successes. Because no one else is going to do it for you. (laughs) Nobody will do it for you and nobody will know if you don't say something. So if you win something, you have to have the proud smiley picture telling people about it. Yeah, yeah. So if you are considering entering a competition or a show, one of the best ways is to is to attend it. You know, go to a show and see what it's like, see if it's the right get a fit feel for, for the you. Work. Yeah, absolutely. And you'll get you'll instantly be able to see look at the prices, look mm. at the way they're presented, look at the style, look at the size. All these things, you know, will hopefully inform you yeah, I, I could see my work on this. Well, wall. you can also do some research online. I mean, most competitions will will have photographs of the winners from last year, Absolutely, things like yeah. that, and you can make a fair assessment of whether your work's going to fit in with that kind of mm. um, competition. Or not. A good little tip as well is to find out maybe who the judges are. Most competitions really will tip. say, you know, these are mm. here is the panel of our judges, and maybe I was I'm curious to find out what do they do because you know if there's a real yeah. If there's a bias to a, to a particular way of working, yes. then you think, well, hang on, I do something that's completely different. Yeah. Are you likely to get it? I don't know. Maybe they'll choose something differently, but it'll give you, I think, a flavour or a taste of potentially well, what the exhibition will look like. if they're massively conceptual and you're massively figurative exactly. or vice versa, then perhaps it's not going to be a marriage made in heaven. You, you do have to assess that kind of thing because all competitions do cost money. They or- do cost money, yes. And one of the things that you must do is to is to read those t's and c's the terms and conditions because every single exhibition will have a criteria of of whether you're eligible or not to apply for it well, and to have it considered yeah it's like the advice you get at school isn't it to read the exam questions properly a lot of people don't win at a, a competition simply because they don't bother to read exactly yeah. what they need to do and they don't follow to the letter those yeah. instructions and quite often just those little things will completely dismiss a piece of work yes, if you it don't was... label it properly or you miss some piece of information off you're out of the competition yeah straight you even, away you know you won't even be looked at and also just by reading the terms and conditions will will enable you to decide can you make the deadline are you able to deliver 
that piece of work on time? Oh, Are you can yeah. you afford the cost of of delivering it to the specific location? Well, Peter, tell us a little bit about that because you organised a competition um, yourself this year, which you're doing again next year, and you had a couple of horror stories about that. Yeah, so I, we, I wanted to sort of set up an open exhibition for all artists across mm. the UK. So we're talking that low key fairly uh, broad scope exhibition we were talking about a competition that we were talking about at the beginning that's right yeah it was a for this one it was a specific it was a painting uh, exhibition it was the theme of landscape mm. so we we're inviting all landscape painters in any painting medium to submit their work and of course we had artists submit pictures that weren't paintings so instantly were dismissed yeah yet we you know they that, that artist didn't read the terms and conditions mm-hmm. and thus wasted their time effort and money so i was quite surprised at that and then those artists that were selected by the judging panel to whose work were to be hung and featured in Clayton House, where uh, the art school is that uh, we both teach at. Um, I was gobsmacked that the day before the delivery date, we had five different phone calls or an email saying, oh, I didn't know where you were and I realised you're quite a long way and I'm not going to turn up and hang my work with you after all. And that was quite frustrating because we had planned the, the amount of uh, wall space for that exhibition. It was unprofessional. And of course, if anything, it just wasted their time and, and finances on it. So make sure you kind of read, can, is it doable for you as an artist? Can you see it working? If you're based down in Brighton and there's this wonderful show you'd love to be involved with, oh, but by the way, it's up in the uh, north of Scotland. You've got to get yourself or your work up there somehow. If it's doable, then do it. If you think, hang on, this is going to cause too many headaches, yeah. then it's not a show for you. Because it's easy to sort of fill these in late at night when you're feeling enthusiastic. Yes. Oh, yes, I'm going to go for that. But actually, you need to think it through. Mm. So let's talk about the type of artwork that you submit. It's, 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 it's essential that the work you're submitting for these shows is the best work that you are producing. It's got to be kind of the latest work that uh, you have produced and it's got to, I suppose, yes, represent often a criteria, you. isn't there, for the time when it's been produced? Yeah. You know, they'll say it's either got to be this year or last That's year. That's right. Or and they do check these things. And they if will they check. if they discovered on social media that actually it's, you know, it's 14 months old, suddenly you know, you're no mm. longer on the list. Mm. So you don't ever produce a work of art for an exhibition or competition that isn't the way that you do it. So don't compromise your artistic integrity just so you hope that it will be submitted. No. Because people mean, will tell that... Also, on, if you. you win and you win for a piece of work that's totally out of your normal range mm. of work, what message is that sending? Exactly, yeah. You know, have you suddenly discovered a new genre that, that you're going to pursue? Or is it an aberration? Yeah. So it needs just like any work that you're putting out there it needs to have your voice represent your work and be part of your journey yeah. as an artist because if you know it if the best outcome is that you do get recognition or you win something or certainly someone may buy it you want that legacy to continue you want to sort of build from that you don't want to then just go off in a completely different direction you want to use that as a, a platform or a stepping yeah. board to go so to the next level so you need level. integrity it needs to be absolutely, absolutely your work so Presentation's really important when you're applying good photographs of your work, which we talk about, we've talked about in a couple of episodes, and I promise Mm. that there is a podcast coming about how to photograph your work. Yeah, but again, when I've been on the judging panel and we're we're, we're looking at work, quite often when uh, you submit for these competitions, one of the first rounds is a digital submission. Yes. So you submit your work digitally for consideration, Mm. and that is then shortlisted, and then work is that, uh, that is then invited to be dropped in um, in the flesh. And when I've looked at some of the digital submissions, I'm horrified that 
photograph of a picture that still has the glass on it. So all I'm actually looking is not at the work of art, but the glare and <laughs> the, the flash of the camera um, with, well, you know, with someone's legs in the background as well. And it I, completely detracts from the, uh, the whole image of what you're trying to show. So I've got a bit of a reverse horror story about this because I went to an exhibition of work on the wall that had been a digital competition it had been judged as digital competition and I had seen the finalists online Mm. and when I got to the gallery to look at them on the wall they were significantly disappointing I think a lot of photoshopping had been done and there was one particular one a still life which as a digital image was vibrant and interesting and lively and I thought you know this is really good Mm. and when I saw it on the wall I thought oh no, it's not. So these are potentially tampering. Yeah, be really, yeah. really careful about that because if you artificially improve your work at the digital stage and then it's up in front of everybody, you've done yourself no favours. No, no, not at all. It's, I hadn't thought of that. That's yeah, really interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really... I mean, yes, you need a good photograph. It needs to be correct colours it need, but it's it needs to be a faithful representation yeah, yeah. So, so of ed- what editing you've done. is fine post-production editing to make it look more authentic because sometimes yes, you know yeah, photog- absolutely so, but what there. you're doing is you are sending a faithful copy of what you have produced you are not sending a magically improved yeah. copy <laughs> you know, it's 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 not a good way to go so be wary of that let's talk a little bit about money because entering a competition yes. can be expensive i mean it actually it can be very expensive people don't i think realize sometimes how much money is put in not just to the setup of the of, of an exhibition or the running cost of a competition but how much it can cost to the artist enter. to enter so quite often there is a, a a fee in which to enter these shows and and that fee that entry fee what that does cover that covers a lot of the administration and sometimes mm. the hiring it costs might of be the venue. per work as well it tends to be per work yes uh, there tends to be a discount for artists if they're younger artists than if they're a senior artist so if you mm. are an emerging artist mm. there are organizations organizations that try and keep the costs you know a little bit more affordable out there or you might be given a discount if you are an artist of note as well mm-hmm. i was recently um applied for a competition which sadly i didn't get but i didn't have to pay a full fee by any means mm. i paid about a third i think of right. the entrance fee because they'd come to me and invited mm. me to take part so that's the sort of other end of the spectrum yeah so be aware of kind of what that upfront cost is but what I always do in these things, I imagine well, what, what, the, the best case scenario. And if the best case mm. scenario is, congratulations, you've got in, please now come and deliver that painting. Well, mm. on that date, can I deliver it? Can I afford a, to take that And what are the costs time? of delivering it? Yeah. You know, if you have to go into a city and find parking and all that kind of thing. Absolutely. And I think um, it's, it's sort of like there are lots of things when you're an artist that you need to pull apart because sort of entering a competition and and, and taking part is all very glamorous, Mm. but you still have to cost it just like any other business expense. And that's really important, especially if you're doing a number of competitions Mm. that can soon add up. I I think a a competition I I did um, last year, 
I totted up how much the whole enterprise cost and it, I went to drop the work off. Mm-hmm. I went to see it because it was successfully exhibited. Uh, I went to go and collect it. Mm-hmm. So that involved a lot of transport, a lot of parking mm-hmm. costs. And then the entry itself, it totted, I think, to over £450. The <gasps> whole, if I looked at it as a My package goodness. of... You so know, you've got to justify that. Correct, yeah. And the way I was able to justify it in, I was not planning or intending to sell the picture although it was for sale I kind of thought well it's it's unlikely to sell but what I looked at the whole enterprise was it was marketing yes so it came out of your marketing budget yeah absolutely it was whole it was a way of of showcasing me and my work to a a new audience in a great venue for the first time and that was worth you know it's weight in gold and certainly worth the amount that it ended up costing me in, in transporting it so do be aware don't get bitten by that cost and certainly don't be bitter by the fact that it does cost because these opportunities do cost yeah. money in order to work but it would it will be beneficial if you can market it and utilize it in the right way so you mentioned there that you didn't think the picture would sell and mm-hmm. that wasn't your primary uh, purpose for entering the, the competition that's right so it's not just about selling the work is it it uh, winning a competition brings numerous benefits oh en- enormous benefits it's it, it just it it raises your profile you know it, it's, it makes more people suddenly look at you. You're suddenly one to be aware of or to keep your eye upon. Um, quite often with these shows, you're being the judges are experts in their field, or they may be your peers and contemporaries mm. who suddenly will know who you are, or you know that you suddenly mm. exist, which is fantastic. In it this gives you world. a legitimacy, doesn't Absolutely. it? You know, some people prefer to know the artist has credibility in their eyes before they'll Correct. buy art, and things like being on gallery walls or winning competitions, stuff like that kind of registers you in their mind as a real artist to invest in. Yeah. So that, that can be really valuable. So you always see it as as more than just winning a potential prize. How you utilise that marketing opportunity to say, look where I am, look what I've got, I've been finalised. Even if you didn't get in, sometimes, well, I've been whittled down to from... Yes, if you know, you've made so a shortlist many, or something Absolutely, like that, that is yeah, something to be doing. you know celebrated mm. and utilised as a marketing strategy for you to say, mm. I have been noticed, I'm doing quite well as an artist, mm. I'm going to keep chipping away and moving on and people will be registered of that. And also they'll be aware how proactive you are being and how you know committed you are to being an artist. It's another way of showing you're serious. You, you really take, uh, you, you, it really matters to you. And, and mm. I think that demonstration is, is, again, such a compelling thing that people engage with and thus will take you seriously. So sadly, there are some scams out there and yeah. it does pay to do your research and really read the terms and conditions. For example, you don't want to be signing away your copyright. No. And there uh, have been clauses slipped in where you are signing away. The and rights giving away like, forever giving as well, not yeah. just because some exhibitions do say, you know, as part of entering the competition, mm. we would like to use some uh, your image to help promote the exhibition. But it's usually during yeah, the duration that's to of promote, that show. You know, that's not, they're not owning your They're image. not owning the copyright, which of course, yeah. that means they're making money yeah. off it, which is, you know, a big no-no. And we'll, we'll find an episode later on where we'll We'll talk a bit more about copyright because it is a big area. It's a big area. Be, so, be, be conscious of, of things, what I'd call va- vanity galleries, you know, where, you know, you're... They the look, high fees for competitions. Yeah, you know, yes, you know you're paying for wall of, space to kind yeah. of exhibit or you're paying, mm. you know, an astronomical amount and you have to realise, is it worth it? Are you going to get your, your amount? And you might define that as, yes, it is worthwhile mm. if you're going to have a small mm. space in London and that's where you want to be. 
be just be cautious yeah. if watch, it sounds watch too what, good to be true watch how much money it is to enter a competition and you know deadlines for entry can be constantly delayed to win in more people and so any competition where they're constantly moving the deadline mm. i mean it, you, i would always look on the internet and see what people are saying about mm. a, a competition I've always um, I've, I've had a few that sort of come my way and they are sort of international yes I'd be a bit leery of yeah. this sort of you want to make sure like for example if they say the prize is you're going to be featured in publications check those publications exist yeah. <laughs> you know there might be some pokey little thing on a, exactly, a, an internet yeah. forum mm. you know you need to make sure that all those big promises are actually true and what they they are mm. so do your research about scams and don't be downhearted if you don't win i know it, it's something that uh, when i first started sort of entering competitions and, and inevitably the very first ones i entered i didn't get picked at all mm. you know i did really beat myself up about, about mm. it and i got downhearted and i thought what is the point and all that time and money and effort wasted but i had to remember that it, it wasn't personal you know it no, wasn't personally it's, it's on me personal. they've got to look at the work objectively and the more that I persevered and, and, and got better as an artist then my work did start to get noticed and it did start to get included but even to this day work gets selected and work doesn't it's never a personal slur on you it's only mm. compared to all the other works that are exhibited at the same time but it, it's worth remembering that juries for shows change that's right so you know a jury that doesn't accept your work one year might there might be a new jury that loves your work the next that's right and i think a lot of uh, you know open competitions are good at that because of course they want the exhibition to be fresh and different every year so by changing the judges the taste and the theme and, and the style mm. will change mm. um, and just because that piece of artwork you entered didn't win or didn't get selected mm. this time doesn't mean it's not going to get selected for any other show i and artists i know have mm. exhibited uh, sorry entered a piece and it's been flat out rejected so they've entered it into another competition that same week and it got in and one of them won the top prize so yeah you just can't <laughs> tell can you this... and you know also your your work's developing and it's moving on so maybe when you first start you don't get into exhibitions or sorry into competitions mm. but as you grow as an artist your chances improve mm. so one thing i do to sort of almost protect myself in regards to setting myself up for a fall which i don't want to do is when i enter these competitions i i forget about them i don't pin my hopes oh, that's on interesting. them i don't so you're of, not sitting by the phone no, no I, I enter and i forget and i mm. almost assume that i'm not going to get selected and mm. then if I do, it's a pleasant surprise and I'm thrilled. And then if I don't, well, I kind Move of thought it was good. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's sort of almost sort of just psychologically protecting myself, not pinning mm. the hopes on mm. that I used to do mm. very early on. I used to really get you know dependent on it. And now if it happens, it's wonderful. Mm. If it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I was going to do something else anyway. Just a way of looking after yourself. I think so. And finally, if we could just go back at the beginning, you mentioned that you saw photo, uh, competitions as very important because it was a way to raise your profile because you work on commission. So you don't necessarily have work in galleries. Mm. One bit of advice that I think is really important is that you have to weigh up whether winning competitions is important to you, how important it is, how many you want to go in for and what that's going to do for you. Mm. Because it won't be relevant for every artist. No. You know, and there are, 
uh, winning, going in for competitions is slightly different from winning awards and things mm. like that, which may be afforded to you as part of an exhibition you're participating in. Yeah, because you've won in. awards, haven't you? I've won awards and... at, at shows mm. um, and and things like that. But that's very different because you're already part of the show and Correct, that's just yeah. chosen by a jury at the show. So I do think it's it's a business expense and it's a drain on your time and you have to factor all that in and really weigh up what it's going to do for you. So have you had any experience about winning art competitions before? Well, yeah, there have been a few, but I think absolutely the one that I'm proudest of was the one that I won at school in (laughs) year... I was in year five and I won the most creatively coloured in male genitalia in biology. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting to say that. (laughs) This was the end of term and our biology teacher was clearly losing her rag with us. And And why did that one win then? What was so special about... Oh, well, it was a no-brainer. Everyone else just coloured them in and I went for tartan. <laughs> <laughs> Love one. So, That's a nice image for everyone yeah, to picture right absolutely. there. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so let's move on from that. Peter, what's our takeaway for this week? So the takeaway from this episode is to make sure you choose the right competition for you. Does the feel, fit and look of the show match your work? Remember to read all those terms and conditions and don't be downhearted if you don't get selected. It's never personal. Thank you for listening. You can catch up with the stuff we've covered in this episode in our show notes at askanartistpodcast.com. And in the meantime, you can help us by telling people about our show. And if you're tired of talking about Brexit, talk about Ask an Artist podcast instead. (laughs) 